0: J-Train Podcast. J-Train, Jared Creek, coming to you live from the quarantine cab in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We're here every Monday and Thursdays with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how it works. You're the coal in the J-Train. You're what makes it go. Tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. We're here for you. It's the time of year. It's getting dark early. People have more time to think get anxious, let them put their brain on the shelf, give them the gift of J-Train, make it your Instagram story, tell people, tell the world, anybody with ears, we'll take them and the earless community, if I have to, I'll take them too, so let people know, also Patreon, I'm doing three extra podcasts a week, right now it's too late, it's too late to get a Christmas gift, They ain't, UPS ain't shipping, they got vaccines to ship, so what are you gonna do? Well, patreon.com slash Jared Fried, patreon.com slash Jared Fried. That's where I do three extra podcasts a week for $5 a month. That's, that, that is for the price of a cup of coffee. You can make a friend happy. So patreon.com slash Jared Fried. I got shows, Indianapolis, 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 New Year's Eve, the whole weekend, socially distanced, of course. So if you're in the area, get the corn squad together safely, of course jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Very excited about today's guest. Um, I It is a personal excitement for me because I am a huge fan of theirs. Uh, he is all over NFL Network. He's got two podcasts that I, I'm a listener of one of them. I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to lie to the, to the person. I, I I am a genuine fan of all, many iterations of podcasts. I'll go on and on. The more I go on, the more I embarrass myself. Dave Damashek, thank you for coming
1: on. Oh, what a thrill. It's exciting. It's almost as exciting as a New Year's Eve in Indianapolis. Right. The, this is uh, this is great. Finally, because I've seen you, and in fact, you and I have communicated in a, in a very like sort of 21st century way sure. because we've both been on those uh, NFL Films top 10 list shows, and yes. you once delivered a message to me through your talking head, I don't even remember what the what the subject was. I'm guessing it was something Pittsburgh Steelers related.
0: I was I definitely you... making fun of the Steelers and the Patriots right. owning the Steelers because I'm a Patriots fan.
1: Right. That would have that would be it. It's an uncomfortable place for me. I don't. I, I you <laughs> know I'm not going to come in here and jive you about that. After you know, even high end football teams, generally speaking, the premise is that the Steelers are one up on almost every NFL team. Sure. And the big exception to that is, of course, the 21st century New England Patriots. It's an, embar- it's an embarrassment for me well, and all people who support the black and gold.
0: Listen, man, I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like. Uh, I'm not gonna give it to you the whole time because we got emails to get to. But listen, okay. the, the curse of Troy Brown lives on. Ever since he ran back that punt return, it's been Patriots ownership. But you got a good season this season. Is it weird to be a fan of the Steelers? Like, do you feel this is the same? As another COVID free season or does it take, do I feel like it's lessened because the Patriots aren't in it? Or is it like, like, does it feel good to cheer for a good team now? Because I'm kind of like, I'm watching the Patriots, but I'm not like as into it as I was last season.
1: Sure. Well, Patriots fans, yes. You guys have established when uh, when the 19 made its way into our lives that um, everything had to be asterisked because you saw the gathering <laughs> storm. No Tom Brady. I was I, I, I would pound the table up until about two weeks ago that, of course, no asterisk to this deal or season. Sure. But now that they've lost a couple, like now – you know, I don't know that it should count. So, like, get back to me when the, when uh, when the playoffs start. I'll see where the Steelers are seated, and then I'll, I'll give you a final answer on that.
0: Well, listen, I want everyone to go listen to Dave's podcast. It is called Extra Points. It's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. He also has minus three, all on the Extra Points Network. I love extra points. I think everyone should make it a part of their life because it is a fun sports show. I think sometimes a lot of these sports talk shows, sports podcasts, get stuck in minutia. It's you, cousin Sal from Jimmy Kimmel, uh, and and there's another Charlotte cousin, Wilder. Charlotte Wy- Wilder, I follow her on Twitter. She's great. So you, Charlotte, and cousin Sal, just kind of having fun with the week in football, which I and, and you talk sports gambling a little bit. It's just touch. I like it. If you could give your one
1: minute commercial for the show that's right listen it's not to say that we don't take it seriously because sadly i take it way too seriously what mm. happens with these strangers on sundays how it impacts my emotions is uh it, you know it's woeful especially since i have children to take care of yeah. but it really will plague me i mean a couple of nights ago after the steelers most recent loss i really like i i don't know if i should be embarrassed well, i am embarrassed but uh, i won't uh, jive you like i say I woke up at least four or five times, just like, dang it, let's have game. it game. It ain't right, but that's what we—that's uh, what we try to get into. A little gambling, a little bit of fun, all that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, I remember like just like no, like when a
0: Patriots loss happened, I'd be like, ah, get get ESPN away from me. Like I don't even, I'm gonna take a break. That's right. Like I would need that break. I but when they won, I was like. Have it on Sunday through Monday. I, I wouldn't even turn it off. Like I kind of have that reaction to sport. Like I like the 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 banter, but I don't want to hear the same negative thing. Like uh, you know, Steelers got no running game. You don't want to hear that for literally 24
1: hours because that's what happens after a loss. I know, right? Well, listen, I'm with you. 100. It's weird that um, what these people who have no interest in us, they have no yeah. knowledge of our existence. Period. How much they impact our our emotions week to week and year to year it's really it's really weird stuff and I don't like you throwing the Troy Brown thing in my face um, (laughs) I'm sorry all these years later because I was in uh, I was in Heinz Field that day and it was uh, it was a sad one I also liked that after the game they were like hey Cordell Stewart the best thing about that game was actually Roy Brown returns that punt for a touchdown, and then they block a – I forget what I think. They blocked a field goal and ran it in or whatever. And it was 14-3 at the halftime. And this was at the dawn of halftime shows in NFL playoff games. They mm-hmm. they just started to put pop stars in a, out there at halftime. I don't know who requested this. I don't know who yeah. thought it would be a good idea. But here we are all these years later. But it, I, it was, and it the was really earlier,
0: pres- And in, the earlier the playoff game, the more – off center the star was like the the, the lesser the yes. pop star you you know like you're <laughs> you're watching like the third backstreet boy who's doing his new single like if it's the afc divisional championship
1: yeah you're right yeah it now it's like will it be beyonce or late or lady gaga like it's yeah. vied for by the top stars but at the time you kind of had that it's kind of guess like booking a late night show in the year in the first year like we get could we get, uh, uh, could we get uh, the the fourth lead of um, of bet sitcom <laughs> um, but not bet but her her third daughter but yeah. um, it was so the Steelers I mean P- the Steelers were, were a 10-point favorite so everybody was just sick was just sick in mm. their balls in the stands at halftime down 14 to three it looked grim and then uh, the PA announcer comes on and he's like and uh, like ladies and gentlemen Cheryl Crow and Cheryl Crow is like, "How you doing, Pittsburgh?" And people are like, "Boo!" Like, "How are we doing? We're losing yeah. to the Patriots. We're ten point.
0: We're ten point favorites." And we're how getting we crushed. doing? Yeah, <laughs> Cheryl Crow didn't deserve that. She didn't even know what she was walking into. All I wanna do is a boo.
1: It was the, just the worst.
0: Well, I, I, I remember that game also because afterwards, the, the Steelers did the annoying thing that happened to the Patriots until like five years into the run. Everyone would go, the better team lost today. And you'd be like, no, you lost. Just say you lost. Like, <laughs> like the
1: better team lost. If that was the case, you would have won. It is interesting, like yeah, very rarely. I mean, politics. I guess this uh, latest election didn't really uh, change this fact that some <laughs> politicians have a hard time with the with the reality of the result. Um, yeah. But players, it is interesting to watch them psychologically try to cope with uh, with with uh, a tough life event, namely a playoff <laughs> loss, um, as yet another year from their professional career bleeds away. Um, and they realize they're not going to win a Lombardi in that year. Yeah, I always think about Cordell Stewart after that game. They interviewed him immediately after on the radio. I remember driving home, and, and, and they said, um, like, Cordell, what you know, uh, you upset about a uh, uh, disappointed with the result? He was like, no, not at all. Sometimes the better <laughs> team doesn't win. Like, no, not at all. Yeah, yeah, well, no. guess what, Cordell? Your three interceptions made all of the rest <laughs> of us sick for the rest bet- of the year. Thanks for nothing. My terrible towel is soaked in
0: tears right now, <laughs> My, the one they gave out with PNC Bank written on it. So go screw yourself, Cordell. I not so at listen, all, uh,
1: not at all, Cordell. You're not upset. <laughs> not not upset. <laughs> not not even at all. A little.
0: Just fake it for one ten minutes. <laughs> Just give exactly me ten right. minutes. Like so. Listen, I'm so pumped to have you on because again, big fan, big fan of yours. I right. I and I'm letting some of the listeners you know like i have listeners here that i'm sure listen every week and i love them for it and and but they feel like I, they know me i feel like i know you a little bit dave i i you had another podcast and it's still going every now and again it gets updated in my feed and it's called dave's of thunder And I that is the first podcast that I would like call friends about. Because I know you from Adam Carolla Show, and I know you from Bill Simmons Universe. So I I know you from there. And then I would see and then Dave's Of Thunder came out, and it was kind of the first. And I, I don't mean to besmirch you in any way, but it was the first podcast that I would like have one buddy that I would talk about it with. And 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 really laugh so hard. It's you and Dave Feeney. I don't know. You guys go way back. You sound like old friends, which is probably the best way to do a podcast amongst old friends where you're not like trading things off and getting to know someone on the air as kind of we are right now. But I once mailed in to your podcast.
1: So I, I, yeah, I see. I don't, I don't know what this stuff. I can't wait. To I sent, what the
0: is I sent a, so I did these NFL tv shows i'm trying to become a stand-up comedian i'm trying to do everything i can and i'm writing on the internet i'm doing and i'm listening you know you and your universe of friends were kind of my like th- th- that was like my in- insiders guide to whatever comedy and writing and whatever world you're in so like i would hear stories about you with like you know jimmy kimmel show and all that stuff and I, and and i you know, you hear these little tidbits and you just go on. But I was like, you know what? I like this group. I, I And I was like, I'll send in. I had a video of me on an NFL film show where I'm dressed as a patriot going to the draft with a buddy of mine. And we're dressed as like old timey patriots. <laughs> and so we go to like the draft at Radio City Music Hall when it was there. And it's just us being idiots it's just we're idiot doofus fans and i was working selling life insurance and like i was just like yeah let's go and we that was the the bit was we're gonna be fans that dress up as 19 you know 1800 1700s colonial patriots so that was our whole gag and we just went and joked around and so i had this (laughs) video and i sent it to you and dave feeney on dave's a thunder and i'm listening in the gym or something and you're like you bring out the, the DVD and you're and I mentioned Blaster Girl who's a character on your show and I had jacuzzi Pete and all these people I'm mentioning and then Feeney I think made fun of me as far as like he sent us his reel and I was like, it wasn't even my reel. It wasn't like I was sending and for those <laughs> for those at home, a reel is like, you know, a cut up of all your acting clips or all your T V clips. And it was just the episode I was on and I was just like, I don't know, I'll send it to them. With a letter just asking for you guys to, you know, acknowledge me in some way, and that, and so I remember you guys making fun of it, which was the greatest pleasure of my life. I, I was oh man, that's the best! It's <laughs> heartwarming. So I mean, someone, I had someone DM me once on Instagram. They're like, "Dude, were you the guy that sent the?" Like they recognized that it was me. Wow, that is something. That is, this is that, that's great. eight Decade years ago. Later, so, yeah, I, I mean because you did that show and then you guys took a break and then all of a sudden it's back and I'm like, oh my god, it's back! And I like called the buddy that I talk about the show with.
1: Yeah, man, it's uh, it really is funny because of uh, David Feeney and his letter writing campaigns. That's <laughs> that was his bit all through 2020 was writing letters to places like the Pittsburgh Pirates baseball organization and telling them that uh, pirates is an offensive team name and, and, uh, and that they the should letters. Change. Yeah. The letters are so funny. And the, the, ba-
0: the fact that they write back,
1: that's crazy. The jet blue letters, the jet blue. Letters. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there, there, there are a lot of funny ones. Um, but oh man, that's, uh, that's hysterical. I can't believe it. I'm glad that we finally connect then a decade later. Uh, a decade
0: later, here we are over Zoom, something that we didn't even know existed. We're living in the Jetsons. Are you ready to
1: do uh, some emails? Yeah, let's do it. Boy, that's a great point, too. What if either one of us had fallen into a coma a decade ago and, and uh, woke you up to bring you up to speed on everything you missed? That, that's I a mean, <laughs> yeah.
0: the, well, now we're on Zoom. Like, <laughs>
1: we'll get on Zoom. What? what To do what? Wait, we'll get well, on To Get on? Yeah, see, we're all shut in because of COVID. What the hell are you talking What's COVID? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wake up and put on my global
0: pandemic virus mask to leave the house. That's a weird (laughs) thing
1: to tell each other. It is funny how we always laugh about like, oh, it's so silly. The Terminator, like that's set in 2018. And like, like like if you woke up from a coma that you fell into even in 2018 and you went out onto the street, you would be like, what the hell is this 2,793? What? <laughs> what apocalypse befell uh, planet it, Earth? Is there a Mortal Kombat convention for all of New York City?
0: <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, I, I I mean, I think about that all the time. I think about it because this podcast, I went to daily when everyone was, like when the country was really in lockdown mode at the beginning uh, around March, April. So I would do it Monday through Friday. And um, I, I had moments where I would call, you know, in the beginning, you heard me, I call it the quarantine cabin. And I was like, this is what I would watch on TV about an apocalyptic America. Like the podcaster (laughs) being like setting up the camera going, okay, day three of quarantine. Like I would be like, what the fuck is going on?
1: (laughs) What a post-apocalyptic world that's going to be when, uh, when, when there are maybe dozens of people left on in America and people are tuning into this podcast for their news. (laughs) Like, if you are alive and receiving this message, meet the, that. That's uh, an important role you're going to play going. Forward. You should text him back, but don't let him ghost you.
0: That's what I'm talking about. That's the part. Well, this podcast, like, there's a moment where, like, I mean, we talk about luxury issues. Uh, Damashek, you're going to see in two seconds the emails that we read aren't exactly um, people that are worried about, you know, like. And I love it. That's what I love about this podcast. This is a moment to kind of like, kind of chill out. But it it is interesting that the end of the world came and people are still wondering, does he like me? (laughs)
1: Listen, when there are seven people left on the planet Earth and he still doesn't want to date you, I think that's a good indication. Maybe he just wants to be friends we can still hook up. I'm just not looking to lock myself down right now.
0: There's three other women and I'm not like into them, but like they're, you know, we're cool and I don't want to shut down, you know, That's my when keep my options open. That's not about you.
1: That's me. Yeah. That's where I am right now.
0: Right. Well, listen, I'm so excited to have you here answering emails at Damashek on Twitter. He's not on Instagram, so I'll have it all over my Twitter. I'll have it all over, over my Instagram. The, the podcast is called extra points. It's also called minus three, two, two, Podcasts. I'll be connecting them on my Instagram. Also, Dave's of Thunder. I got to give a plug to if you start from the beginning, you might hear a young Jared Freed, uh, <laughs> you know, send it. And, th- and this was all put together by our buddy, our producer, extraordinaire, Classic Shell, made, you know, brought Dave and I together, which I'm very excited. So thank you, Shelby. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Can guys really go a year with no feelings? Okay, we're two guys. The guy I'd been seeing was my boss. He hired me last October, and I immediately felt a connection and had a crush. I later found out he had a girlfriend, so that crush faded until they broke up in February. One night, my boss and I were out with coworkers and walked home together. We lived in the same apartment building. Okay, that, I mean, that's, that's a crazy detail that was in parentheses. Weird. Uh, he made the move and kissed me. We ended up having sex and continually had sex multiple times a week after. It was a very fun and scandalous thing. We agreed to keep it casual because, one, he was my boss, and, two, he just got out of a relationship during quarantine is as, se- our, as our casual sex turned into hangouts, deeper conversations, spending birthdays together, et cetera. A few months later, he was switched teams. He switched teams. He was switched teams. Okay, which had nothing to do with me, this was in July. The first time we planned to see each other after, he was no longer my boss. He asked me on a date, and he has continually taken me on dates about once a week since August. At this point, I was moved out of the apartment building, so it was no longer out of pure convenience. So a lot has come together for this person and this guy. He's moved off the team. They're moved out of the buildings. It seems like this can move forward. Okay. He knows that I've liked him this entire time. I have been lot, very honest in communicating that even though we weren't boyfriend, girlfriend. We were still exclusively dating. He had told me he had liked and cared for me, but never specifically said he had feelings. Well, I would say that those are feelings. Liking and caring are feelings, really right?
1: Really parsing the words, aren't we? Especially I, a little someone it was so cavalier with throwing out he switched teams, which I thought meant that maybe he decided oh, he was gay. But anyway, found- but th- that was a okay, professional distinction no professional switch right. this is right. no
0: he hadn't find himself yeah he would he would constantly tell me it's hard for him to open up so I thought him not expressing his feelings were due to this I also know that relationships are hard for him and he's asked me numerous times to be patient tells me he'll do better says things like I'm not always good at ensuring my uh ensuring my actions reflect how I truly feel the list goes on and on I was in shock when I drunkly asked him to try and open up about his feelings and he said they've never been there he said he sees me as a friend and feels no spark could this be true he was really doing all this just to have to have someone to hook up with because what guys put their careers on the line because what guys put their careers on the line date someone exclusively etc for almost a year then claims to have no feelings I know it doesn't matter per se because if he wanted me we would be together but it's been eating me up thinking that my intuition was that off that I gave him the benefit of the doubt all this time for context he's 29 had only one girlfriend of six months his entire adult life Uh, the one right before me which didn't end, uh, end well your opinion would truly mean the world to me so dave do you think this is possible do you think this is true what do you think about can a guy date a woman or anyone date someone for that long and have
1: no feelings no i think he is uh i my my assumption is because i think most fellas probably deep down are kind of like me that um they are cowardly and they want the other person to Um, make the tough call so that they don't have to feel guilty about it and they don't have to feel bad about it. Um, But yes, clearly he was into her witness all the, the um, things that she listed there. But if he's saying like, yeah, we're just friends, you know, nothing, nothing more than that, then he is, then it is over until though the asterisk does have to be placed there when she stops paying him visits and stops sharing her bed with him and otherwise and may it'll be somewhere between i don't know like 5 days and 5 weeks he will certainly come back around but she must she must walk away at least for the short term perhaps forever and let him deal with the fact that uh, he is that he does not get to pull the strings going forward
0: yeah you mentioned a couple things that are very on point the first is the cowardly thing i, I don't think anyone should believe the words that are said on the way out so mm. it sounds like they had a conversation. She didn't she kind of it sounds like she's like I'm going to take the moment to be like I like you, let's be something after this long time of will you know of hookups and scandal and now they're dating and now it's gotten serious, she announced her feelings. And then she put him on the spot to announce his feelings and, and then it writes, wasn't
1: fun and as she says I'm sorry to interrupt you but I go do ahead. think that is an important thing to point out that people get swept up in uh the excitement the scandal the secrecy people get it's 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 uh that all that stuff a lot of fun the mundane like so are we a thing now and what are the rules of all that not fun at all and then people don't want to be a part of that it's very easy to get caught up in the excitement of the it's kind of like being a character actor I'm trying to make a, I'm trying to figure out what the exact movie analogy is so or tv show analogy sometimes it's the event it's not the people in the movie it's just like this story is so great I'm in it um and then you see the next movie and that actor's in it again you're like oh yeah it th- turns out I'm not into the actor I was just I just really enjoyed the, the uh, story that they were in does that make sense I don't know if that I, makes I, sense. If I was rain you yeah. could be
0: a, you could be a bad actor in a good movie is is yes. is is very very true about relationships. You can be like when a lot of people write in like how could they be such a good first date and then they didn't see that at all. It's like no, there anyone can be in in this moment, it can hit right. You can you can really have your day. Anyone can have a good day at the plate. But are you going to have a good season? Like, is it going to, you know, anyone can, you know, we have, how many running backs have had that one game that they came off the bench and and all of a sudden they've run for a hundred yards on Monday night football. We all pick them up in fantasy leagues. And then we're like, how the fuck did I get stuck with this guy? <laughs> You know, like what happened to the you know? Listen, yes. who was the the Patriots running back that was like he had? the, They called him the law firm. It was um. <laughs> I know
1: who you're talking. About.
0: <laughs> you know I'm talking ben, about
1: Ben Jarvis Green Ellis.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis had like like a 300 yard game once, and everyone's like, "This is it, the Patriots the new running back, the next Corey Dillon." And it's like no, it, it the holes <laughs> opened up for him that night, and and that can happen in a relationship on a date it could also happen in the course of a year and 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 I I do want to say she Sounds opened, like holes
1: did open up that's for sure
0: that something happened there yeah. so this is yeah. the so uh, it, and this is the the reality is she goes every relationship needs the curtains to kind of be pulled back at some point and it sucks because it seems like she pulled back the curtains and then he said I uh, they've never he, I was in shock when I drunkenly asked him to open up about his feelings. He said they've never been there. He said he sees me as a friend and feels quote unquote no spark. And that's where she's like, could this be true? No, he saw the out. He saw the ability. He saw that this relationship got farther than he's willing to go. He had moments of liking you, had moments of enjoying you, but he's going, "Okay, if I say I feel the spark, this is a relationship. This is now a mountain is in front of me that includes parents and moving in and holding hands and all things that he said no to. So he's like, what's the quickest escape? And the quickest escape is to lie. That's how people get out of relationships. So the idea that like he had no feelings on any of your interactions and, and you're sitting here going, well, am I, am I out of touch with my own in- intuition? No, you're not out of touch. But you're out of touch with what he wants in the future, which is normal. That can, that can happen to anybody,
1: don't you think? Yeah, I, I mean, you're making a lot of good points. I, I'm trying to figure out exactly. It's I guess I, I've never had a heroin addiction, but um, from what I've learned about it in movies, I guess it's kind of like the dealer keeps getting, she's the dealer who keeps giving them free heroin, and uh, and now the bills come due, and it's like, all right, going forward, you got to pay for the heroin right i mean that's a a pretty straightforward analogy or metaphor or whatever i'm trying simile or whatever i'm trying to make there he's been asked now to start paying for it and and he doesn't want to fork over the loot. well that he's and
0: paying for it quote-unquote with his time with uh responsibility and and then she mentions another thing that like she you know um just like the the idea of like getting out at the end it's like everyone does that thing where they go he says he's not ready for a relationship no he's not ready for a relationship with you that's not gonna and what you the other thing that you said is like the only way to have the asterisk of him coming back is to go away yeah he i, I don't think guys i think a lot of men they say the the one that got away they say is a very male trait you don't have a lot of women that say the one that got away because They're there with their emotions. They see it as it's happening. A lot of guys get, you know, wistful because it's like, oh, wait a minute. I had this thing and now it's gone. Did I want, oh, I should let, oh, oh, I did want that. I did enjoy my time. I did have a spark when I thought there was no spark. I think that's part of this, but that's a very low you know, I, I, a
1: probability solution. I think it's more probable that she's got to go away. And well, they, either they way, yeah, she out. must convince herself to go away. the de- The dicey thing is, is that fellas, generally speaking, will not be. You're. I think you got it exactly right. Not fully lucid about what's happening. They're just you know they're just in it you know they're going to ke- Yeah by the way you are you were in a relationship it sounds like you were in one for a year i mean yeah, i yeah, yeah. whether, or not whether you, he likes it or not whatever title you put on it it's pretty clear that that's what was going on there but then she pressed the action and then he realized all right now i got to start uh, the bill has come due and he he doesn't want all that but it's like your football analogy too it's kind of like you know often You don't know. You're a Patriots fan. You knew Tom Brady was really good, but maybe you were kind of thinking like, "Well, things are, wow, he's 42 and we're not as Mm -hmm. good anymore. And maybe it's time to move on. And then Tom Brady moves on. And now you're probably thinking like, and and the only thing you can remember isn't any of the bad, any of the failures, any, you don't remember last year's failures. All you're thinking about is like, man, that was great. Those Lombardis were great. And all you remember are the good times. And, women can so so guys can be seduced back into it by taking t- uh, by the woman taking themselves out of the mix the trick is though for the fellas women my experience has been it is not an up and down kind of a thing when when it is over in their brain emotionally it is over and there's no reeling them back in it's it, we it's a big the, distinction I, between I, men I, and women I'm with you.
0: I, I think I say it a lot on this show where it's like a lot of women will put people in the buckets. Like, uh, that's my that's my best friend. That's my friend I go out with. That's my single friend. That's my relationship friend. Like, guys don't really have that type of thing. It's just like, yeah, that's a dude that I hang out with. Like And you see it with, like, the dating apps. A lot of women will write in, isn't Tinder for fucking? Well, if you ask a guy, they're all for fucking. Like there's not one dating app that they're on because they're looking for the one there. It's just across the board. So I, I think that happens with a lot of things. We are sponsored, people. The J-Train podcast is brought to you by Noom. Think about everything you've ever learned about getting healthy. There's a lot of contradictory uh, information out there, and things like that old-fashioned food pyramid aren't much help. Enter Noom. It's not about what you just ate, just about how you eat it in general. I got to say... I, I'm such a huge fan of Noom for keeping you on your game. I love the little pop ups that come up, the notifications. Sometimes you'll pick up your phone because you think I got a text, but it's Noom giving you another little factoid. I love their food calculator. And I, I have to say, for me, eating is mental. There's no question. And Noom has helped me immensely. I'm on my own fit journey I'm on my own path and and listen I fall off it all the time I just ate pizza and I'm like I had a couple drinks and I'm sitting here going yeah this is fucking hard this is every day of your life this is every day that you're dealing with it and if you have you know body issues and weight issues like I do then you know exactly what I'm talking about but the Beauty of Noom is that it keeps you on your game and it doesn't let you forget about it because this has got to be something you got to think about all the time. Here's what I'll say to you. My biggest problem is grazing and eating just with no end in sight. Noom helped me get my mind around that and eating meals with a beginning, a middle, an end, eating meals with volume that aren't a lot of calories and Tracking those calories, so I know which ones have a greater amount of volume per the calorie amount, and seeing that something that is not that big a volume has a, has a huge calorie amount. So, if that all makes sense to you, this is kind of how Numis helped me, and I and I think you guys. Really just 10 minutes a day can help you lose the quarantine weight and hit all your 2021 goals. So I, I it's all about cognitive behavioral approaches and it means you're not just losing weight, you're building the habits you need to keep it off. And that's what Noom's done for me and I think you guys will really enjoy it. There's a science to getting healthier, it's called Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train. Noom dot com slash J-Train. Learn how to eat again with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, dot com slash J-Train. Ready to learn how to live a healthier lifestyle? Sign up for Noom today noo mcom slash j N-O-O-M.com slash J-Train, Noom.com I got to say, I can't recommend this any more than I am right now. Great app, fun, good to have on your phone, keeps you on your game. Noom.com slash j Get signed up train Podcast at Juma.com. JTrain Podcast at Juma.com here with Dave Damashek. At Damashek on Twitter. Go follow, go follow. Extra points. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, three times a week and minus three. Those are the podcasts. Go get subscribed. Married X Hookup lurking on my Instagram. Jared, big fan of the podcast. Love all the new content you put out. Especially the vent sesh with J train. Thank you. I know you've discussed Instagram story watching a few times, but I would love your take on this situation in college. I made out with this guy a few times. It never turned anything past that. And I ended up dating one of his friends for a while. Fast forward a couple of years. He is now married, and I noticed he unfollowed me on Instagram over a year ago. However, I changed my account to public sometime after he unfollowed me, and since then, he goes on my page and watches the stories I post on a weekly basis. It started with me noticing I'm watching my stories every now and then, but it's now increased to him watching every story I post. Aside from this, what I assume qualifies as quote unquote window tapping for any new listeners. Window tapping is like a guy liking a bunch of your pictures in a row being like, hello, I'm here. I'm hard. You know, like kind of letting you know that he's <laughs> sitting there watching. <laughs> it's I've called it window tapping, but this is not window tapping aside from this. What I assume, call qual- uh, aside from this as window, window tapping, he hasn't reached. He's not window tapping. He's just watching. There's no tapping going on. He hasn't reached out to me in years why would he unfollow me if he's just going to visit my page all the time? I would love the male perspective on this as a, uh, this as weird as I think it is. Also, I'm not sure if it's relevant, but the timeline of his relationship with his now wife and our brief en- entanglement overlapped. I didn't know this at the time, but still yikes, thank you in advance and keep up the great work. So Dave Damashek, what do you think of this?
1: I a think modern uh, day a modern day issue. I think he's engaging in dark deceit, you know that this mm. is uh, this is plainly what he's looking to do. Side note, fun practical joke to play on your pals is to window tap with your friend's phone. Do that to coworkers.
0: <laughs> i learned
1: I learned that move in in broad strokes from the aforementioned uh, cousin Sal but it really is fun with your coworkers or otherwise your buddies go in there and just start liking a uh, female coworkers or, or their friends <laughs> as sort of thing. And, and, and watch how freaked out they get because they will quickly assume obsession is, is yeah.
0: Well, on. that, that is what it is. I've said do that like many times. Do like yeah.
1: 17 in one day. Like just <laughs> like everything of someone <laughs> like that is why, a prank. <laughs> why is Gary? Why is Gary liking everything that I put po- every po- picture I post?
0: Just Anyhow, do one yes. – well, the prank should be just do one huge swipe on the, the profile <laughs> so that you're down like two years down the road, and then you start liking 20 in a row, like all from like – and they're all from like a beach vacation three years
1: ago. It's like Gary really went back there. Boy, oh boy. What's, what's up with it? The, the goal is the, the, the ultimate um, – uh result the best way that could go is for the woman co-worker to come to you and be like has gary said anything to you yeah. about, like because he's been liking a lot of my uh, like i don't know what's up with that dude
0: but yeah he, he said, doesn't and then you then you just go he doesn't even use instagram i, I don't even. <laughs> he's not a big app guy
1: <laughs> all right let's help let's help this woman out so Listen, what do you think so sort of i rehash- mean it's clear share her instincts are correct yes this guy's looking for trouble well, are you here, looking for trouble, woman? Because if you are, you can find it. It's right there that, on the other side of that. Right
0: there. Well, that is the whole game of the Internet. It's blissful naivete. It's opening up your door so that someone else is the one to walk through it. So that's kind of how scandals happen. And kind of the smartest way to let scandal happen is uh, that's why the window tap is a non- it's a move that isn't a move. The window tap when you like 10 of the pictures in the row, then they go then if they message you, you're not the one that reached out. You just liked a photo. You can always live in the in the in the land of, "Oh, really? Well, you're you're not you're in the land of right still." So, that's kind of down the line from where we are here. Why, I can tell you exactly what happened. She writes, also, I'm not sure if this is re- relevant, but the timeline of his relationship with his now wife and our brief entanglement overlapped. I don't know. I didn't know this at the time, but still, yikes. Yeah, I think that's relevant. I think that's uh, – I, I, there's something about a lot of women that write in that they think that men have no emotions whatsoever. You and him hooked up when he was first getting together with his wife. You are – you are excitement. You are a, your profile offers excitement. It is someone who has said yes before. So you are someone that he can go to dreamland with in the land of the fucked up internet and go and watch what you're doing and know that you at maybe not today, maybe you've moved on from it. I'm sure you have. but there is some um, there's some what's it called when you uh, it, there's some fantasy to you. So mm-hmm. it's like he goes, and and also his wife knows about who you are. If you showed up in his search bar, she would go, what the fuck? Why is this person always showing up there? So the, the real move was to unfollow you so that he could not be tempted. Then you became public. Now the temptation is back. So now he looks you up every day because he's like, ah, this is my wife. This is my marriage. And you offer a mental vacation from his lifestyle. Now that's how I see it. I don't think it's anything more than that. And if you were to message him, I'm sure he would be happy. You did.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, a few things, Dr. J train, Uh, you, you, you've hit this, (laughs) uh, you've diagnosed this one keenly. I feel like, um, yeah, first of all, let's just jump to the end of this. Yeah. This woman is hitting you up so that you will give her permission to do what she wants she wouldn't care about any of this she wouldn't drop you a line dr j train just to hear like what's up with this guy she wants to know
0: well there's is a, this there's an a-
1: indication that if i do break that window and and jump through is he gonna meet me there or is he gonna be a ghost no no you think
0: so i well i, I think I, so
1: i don't think she's freaked out by this why would she care she would know obviously if he's if he's lurking and and acting like a creep. She would, she would declare he's a creep. She's asking you on some level for some permission here. And I will say that he too is looking for trouble and would love for her to reach out. He's just not going to do it. So if that's what she's asking, that's the answer.
0: I would agree with you that permission is being asked everywhere without it being asked. I think his version of looking I don't think he's sitting there knowingly that you're like seeing his name every day in that in that in that list of people, but I think if you said to him, "Hey, what's with this? What's going on?" the conversation would be met with, "Hey," not "whoa,
1: jerk." It would be it would be met kindly that's i'm sorry if i was unclear he is not he's not uh out there casting lines for her. he's that he's not fishing right now she is asking you if by him looking at these videos does this equal him being interested in in uh laying down with me the answer to that is yes that is what he wants (laughs) and she's telling i'm not saying telling on herself but she is indicating to you because it's a fine line. Of course, the same deeds by different guys are received differently. The same sure. thing. Like, I mean, it's the, the classic thing of, you know, when you're doing corporate, uh, you know, harassment training is, is the norm. Now it's a funny because the asterisk of that is always like, it is inappropriate to compliment a female coworker on her shoes or on her dress. Mm-hmm. like, yeah, in a vacuum, it is because it's creepy if you're a 57-year-old guy who's got a big comb over and and uh, um, and has Invisalign and everything. Like, yeah, that's going to be received as you being a creep. And uh, and talk to HR to keep him off your back. If the handsome coxman of the office is doing that, sure. <laughs> then oh, oh, by all means, oh, by all she <laughs> she sees this guy as the latter. The same. The same behavior is received differently based on how the woman perceives you. You can compliment a woman on her dress so long as you're perceived as being sort of charismatic and a and a fun guy. As opposed it, it is
0: to being a it gro- is a tough
1: a grocer. It is a
0: tough gray area as far as like what's creepy and not creepy. Creepy to some is hot to others. Hot to others is creepy to some. It is one of those and and I kind of that kind of lands in this email where it's like. She's like, "What's with this guy?" It's not like, "How do I get rid of this guy?" Well, you block him. You know, the choice now is block him. You know, I get a lot of people that ask about like people watching their Instagram stories and and I I say we have to acknowledge that someone bothering you with their what by watching your Instagram stories is a two-way street. You can block this person anytime. And then the response to that would be, "Well, I don't want to show that I care too much." Well, then you have to live with this person that's or make your account private or make, you know, or, you know, or don't do anything at all. And it's like there's a little bit of it where you go where like, OK, someone watches my stories every day that I used to hook up with. OK, block him. Well, kind of like, you know, it's nice that he cares and it is nice to get the jolt of it is exciting or it's I don't want him knowing that I care as much. And it's like at a certain point, something has to break in this whole scenario because i can complain about the rain but let's get an umbrella you know at a certain point you got to put on the rain jacket the j train podcast is brought to you by lucy nicotine i gotta say this is the new year we got to refresh on things everyone's looking to better themselves everybody needs to take that first step and i i think for me It's just realizing what I wanna do, what I need to do, looking in the mirror, the things I wanna change. And I think Lucy Nicotine is a great way to get on that horse if you're looking to quit cigarettes. Good for you or vape or, or chewing tobacco. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists to make a tobacco alternative that doesn't taste bad. Researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors. Wintergreen, cinnamon, pomegranate. Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine and cherry ice flavor. Each and every flavor actually Tastes great, and it's convenient and discreet. Products I, I actually—they sent me a few. the the The, the packaging is great. You can keep it on you. It fits in a back pocket. Products can be enjoyed anywhere on flights, at work, or on the go. Even in the gym, the trick is to have it for, uh, for when you need it. Be prepared. It's 2020. Get rid of your cigarettes. Unplug your vape. Throw out your dip and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. That's huge, especially when you're trying to like create a new habit, not having to go out to the store, not adding an extra step. They're going to send them right to you. It's so simple. You don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Just for my listeners, go to Get... go to. Okay, ready? Go to lucy.co. Just for my listeners, go to lucy.co. Use promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN to get 20, 20, 20, 20% off all products, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co. And use my promo code JTRAIN at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, but go to lucy.co and be sure to get use that promo code JTRAIN to get 20% off today. JTRAINpodcast at gmail.com, JTRAINpodcast at gmail.com. Let's do a couple more. You got time for a couple more? Because sure. I, I got we got some good ones. Doesn't want to talk about a past relationship. This is a little bit, this is like inception level email. You ready? Mm-hmm. Jared, my boyfriend introduced me to you a few years ago and have been a fan ever since. Just subscribe to your Patreon as a little Christmas gift to myself. Anyways, as stated previously, my boyfriend has listened to you forever. During a dinner party, we were telling our friends about your podcast when my boyfriend mentioned that you answered an email from him about a past relationship. We've been dating for three years, but this has never come up. Obviously, I was curious what the email was about, but when I asked him, he said he didn't remember. We had company over, so I didn't press him at the moment. But I did bring it up again after everyone left. He then said he knew what it was about but didn't want to tell me. This bothers me, and I'm not sure if I'm justified in wanting to know what the email was about. In general, I feel like I'm an open book and willing to talk about anything, but I don't think he's the same. I know we are different people with different personalities, but at what point in a relationship, if ever, should no question be off limits? I'm afraid to keep bringing it up and be a
1: nag, but I feel like I won't be able to let it go. Any advice? Hmm. Wow. Wow. I mean to me, I'll throw out this. Here's what you do you make your list of things that you will not be able to if you were to find out that this happened in his past, well, then that would be a relationship ender. And and then tick off that list. Like, did you you're right, you know, like did you you know, did you kill somebody? You know, have you ever killed anybody? You did, well, then that's the end of the relationship. And do it backwards. We're, we're oh, so your you're saying things like I will not be able to. Oh, you were with a fella. Um, sure. OK, well, that that's not for me. So you're out. Kind
0: well, of. that's a good piece of advice because you start so high that the thing that it actually is about doesn't seem so bad. It's like you murdered. So did you write into the J train podcast about murdering someone? No. Okay, good to know. That could be a fun game. That's kind of a sexy game, too, where you just like, over the course of time, you're just bringing, like, it just like you never, but you just tick things off the list. You're like, well, what if you, did you ever, uh, you know, did you, you know, were you, did you hold hands with your mom once and get a little hard?
1: Okay, no. Okay, good. <laughs> you know? well, yeah, that's that game, isn't it? Where you do the, where like, if you, I'm going to make a statement and if, you haven't the, ever done di- the drink. drink or whatever yeah, yeah, Yeah. Do that with him. Turn it into a fun Christmas game. And that see, could maybe, be- maybe, it, maybe it'll be a relationship ender and Christmas night will go badly <laughs> for you as you move out or, or he has to move out, but at least you'll have your answer.
0: Yeah. It's a J train podcast. Never have I ever that's, and and you say what the, but I, I do think, let me defend this guy. Cause he is a fan of the podcast. So I'm going to defend him. Um, but I, I would defend him anyways. There are some things you just don't want to tell your girlfriend that it was a past you that is not current you. So, like, what if this email was, I'm so in love with this girl, how do I get her back? And it's not about you. Like, how comfortable? Like, maybe there's there's a little bit of, like, you know, you want to see someone's... You, you want to see someone's genitalia, but you don't want to see their genitalia at the doctor's office. There's mm. something a little too close. You want to see, like, I want to see the, the female form, but I don't want to see, maybe seeing her in the stirrups wouldn't be as, you know, fun for me as a, in a sexualized way. So, like, this is what you have to wonder. It's like, how much do you want to know? And he might be thinking, like, yeah, this isn't something I need to deal with from here on out. You know, here's I've a, changed enough. A, I, you know what I mean? Are there things what in your if,
1: relationship? Here's Maybe this is a little on the nose, but okay. what if it's as simple as it's not something like, you know, I was a part of uh, some sex train, you know, one crazy mm. weekend or whatever. What if it's as simple as that he's a lazy writer, love letter writer, and he gave her the exact same letter? What if he wrote her? <laughs> like I wrote the love letter just for changed him. changed the name. <laughs> Because, like, it used to be, I, I'm i guessing, you know, 50 years ago, like, you did it, you, you wrote them by hand, so you couldn't replicate that unless you had a, a photocopy sure. of it. Now, if you just save the letter, you just change the name of the person, and you could just repeat the exact same lines. And if they were gangbusters, great. The only way that fails you is if they, if they find he wrote me the exact
0: same thing. Yeah. Cyrano, you know, like <laughs> what if it becomes, you right. know, that the, the, I, I, Oh, well, well, here's the more likely scenario. The more likely scenario is it. They've been together three years and he wrote in, Hey, I'm not sure if I want to stay with my girlfriend and it's about her. That's, you a know, good one. <laughs> well, that and, <laughs> good. and so I, like, I'm bringing these things up because she's listening to the answer. I don't, well, maybe he's listening right now and realizing about him, but like, we're bringing up hypotheticals. Like, do any of these sting you? So, like, do any of these things not feel great to hear? This is kind of what the conversation he's avoiding. And listen, I talked about writing into your podcast way back when. I am not the same person that wrote into that podcast. My sentiments were there. I loved your show. I, I, I don't think I would write the same thing today that I wrote then in in that letter. So, I, I...
1: You know what I, I, mean? I hear I, you. I hear you. But what if it was something damning? Even if he didn't mean it, which then he would have—that would be another. Boy, I think the bottom line is, and I'm not jiving you. You got to get this guy on. You—that would be great. <laughs> would,
0: bring him on. If Counseling, he would come on and ben tell ish. you,
1: if he would, cons- if he would admit to you, it would be great. You really have to probe because now I'm fascinated. I want to hear what this sure. guy's what, because it might just be like come on, Linda, you know, like I'm, it might yeah. be nothing. Jeannie who I'm with now, like she, I mean, Frank, between you and me, not attractive, you know, just like, you know, I'm not into <laughs> not it. my type. Yeah. What, what would it be? And again, that goes back to wh- to what I said about the, your list, like what would be the deal breaker for you? Can you sure. live with it three years later to your point? Like, yeah, but now I don't feel that way. So that should be water under the bridge to you um, is the, what the guy could say to her. But is it some like what would be Listen, on your list? Wh- the woman who wrote you this letter. What's on mm-hmm. the list that could be in that letter that would be like, well, I can't go forward with this guy now.
0: I mean, we could even bring back the audio of the. Ep- I could go find the episode. We have a. This would be a great. You're, now you're producing the show, Damashek. I didn't think we'd get here. I. But I. So, I would say also to her. Sometimes guys see a fight and avoid a fight. Like I. 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 I remember I went with my girlfriend to T-Mobile. I needed a cover for my new iPhone and I needed a, a case. A case and a cover. You know the cover that goes over the screen? So mm-hmm. we went up to the woman at T-Mobile. I was like, I need a case and a cover. She goes, well, there are the cases and we have two types of covers. We have the cover that um, is just a regular cover and we have the cover that you can't see your screen from the right or the left. And I go, and I remember thinking... I was next to my girlfriend, as I said. I remember in my mind, quickly, I did the math of how bad of a fight is this cover where she can't see my screen gonna be? But do I want it more than the fight? And I was like, I do. I talk a lot of shit on airplanes while I'm next to people. I want the cover that can block people out. And I was like, I'll take the blocker. And I remember making eye contact with my girlfriend and I just was like, it was like a we're going to be talking about this later. And I like looked at the woman and she was like, you're going to be talking about this later. And I just knew it was coming. And it was like, okay, I'm up for this. I put on the gloves. This argument's coming, but I could have gone the other way, which is the easier road to to walk, which is what this guy is choosing.
1: Boy, it's really, it's we're, we're moving into heavy, uh, heavy areas here. I really do. And it's, it's, it's really nothing. It's not saying anything. Terribly new, I guess, but still, you have to keep in mind. You're exactly right. Fellas want to win. That's what mm. it's about. Like, and and whatever is the the path of least resistance to that victory in that moment is what they're going to do. It's not an indictment necessarily if he wrote a letter like, ah, I'm not into her. He's just trying to win that game with that girl while yeah. while he's playing. While you know, while you're also playing in uh, this arena with him whereas i think generally speaking women wish to which wish to find true happiness they want to find real ha- <laughs> but yeah, but you but yeah. which is obviously a better motivation but i think you cannot lose sight of the fact that it is not an indictment of you it's just it's just i i've I, I told a, this. it's episodic victories that you want throughout life and it is never an indictment people always say stuff like you know women women will uh Women will cheat on men too, you know, like, yeah, but that's because something's wrong because they're not, because there's not happiness in their current relationship. That's why that will happen. It has no, it has no meaning whatsoever on anything that's happening other than there is an opportunity for a win and guys are looking for wins at all. I, I, I know I would say kind the win, of it, I think
0: the, the, the wins thing is right. And it's back to the cover on the phone. It's back to this. It's like, how do I win the day without like shaking up this relationship? And and, and it's very true. The, the, the wins thing is absolutely true. And it's like I, I think he sees that this telling you the story is a loss no matter what. It has to be discussed. It has to be unpacked. And he's just avoiding that unpacking. And I, I'm sure now it's been built up that he should probably just tell you what it is. At this point, my, my, I have a friend who always says to me, he goes, this podcast, you come up with sitcom strategies for people to get out of their stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that is every sitcom. It's like Kevin
1: James doing trying to get the win when he knows he's in the face of a loss. That boy, that's so right. And it's really true as well. It's why when confronted with, and I'm not saying this because you're a Patriots fan, but if you think mm. about like, Tom Brady with the deflated footballs, so or really sure. anybody who takes steroids, it's always when confronted with it, it's you, you can feel the sincere sort of like, wait, what? That's well, a, I was just trying to, to, to win. I was just steroids. This I'm is just the- trying to win. I'm just trying, <laughs> what? Wait, what? This feel well, the- the- like everybody's trying to win, aren't they?
0: On the subject of Deflategate, I was always someone who both believed he did it and it didn't matter. I, I, I believed in both of those things, I, but I don't believe, again, that's where you get into the gray area of like, well, do steroids matter? It's like, okay, slippery slope, man. Like, that's where we always end up going to like, so it should, and it's like, to me, anyone who was mad at Tom Brady for deflating the football while also popping Adderalls before the big test, you're like, okay, like, you know, as if you would have done any differently, but listen, I want them if the guy will write in, we'll have him on the show, we'll do a very special episode of J Train. I, I insist
1: for my j Train Podcast selfishly. <laughs> I must be called. It must be a three way call because I, I need, would love it. I need the payoff on this one now.
0: Absolutely. J Train Podcast at gma.com. J Train Podcast at gma.com. Here with Dave Damashek We're gonna do one more. Dave, is that cool? Good with me. I just forwarded you an email, okay? Okay. I just forwarded you an email. I'm going to read it, but we have some attachments that we're going to get into for this email. Oh, you boy. ready? All right. Let's do it. Okay. So it's called Bumble, Bo- Bumble Boy gives boyfriend vibes, but now wants to just be friends. Okay. So I matched with this guy on Bumble. We immediately hit it off. Easy convo, swapping music recos, etc. We go out for drinks a week later, have a great time. I honestly wasn't quite sure at the time of the date. I felt that quote unquote attraction. <laughs> Or if it was just more of a friend vibe, but the convo was so good that we closed the bar down and we kept talking and flirting through the Thanksgiving holiday. He asked to get dinner uh, that next Wednesday, and we ta- we got uh, takeout at his place. Pandemic problems, and again talked for hours, listened to music. He kissed me, and I realized that he the attraction was there, and I was starting to like this guy. That is also a very not male thing. The guy yeah. has been there from minute one because he was attracted to you. You're like, and then the kiss opened my eyes. No, no, no. I didn't see this
1: coming. Yeah, well, he did, yes. Or else he wouldn't have been there in the first place, right?
0: Yeah. The The makeout sesh got a little hot and heavy, but no sex or anything else. Just really nice cuddling pillow talk. We both admit that we feel abnormally comfortable with each other so early. He says he was nervous for the first date because he thinks I'm way out of his league. Very flattering, maybe a bit true, LOL. And then he says in a cute, awkward way, how do I say that? dot 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 i like dot 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 like i have a crush dot 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 i like you she writes so cute forehead kisses he asks why when he can see me again i leave the feeling i leave with the feeling of oh shit is this actually something okay <laughs> The next day, he says he had a great time. We'll have to do it again sometime. I end up inviting him over the next day, Friday, and again, we have a great time. Movie night, pizza, cuddles. The conversation with this guy is seriously just so easy. The best I've ever had with a guy. I've admittedly in my mind that I also definitely have a crush now too. I'm going out of town the next weekend and he says he wants to see me before I leave. That weekend, we still chat. I had people over for a Harry Potter marathon, which he knew about and joked about showing up with a box of a bottle of wine. Felt like it was too soon to invite him, but he said that he should come next time. More talking. Monday, I reached out and don't hear from him as quickly as I normally do, but doesn't seem too weird. The conversation goes into Tuesday. Today, see below, and he comes at me with the final text message. So let's start um,
1: with the first text. You ready? I'm ready. I'm putting glasses okay. on and everything for it. Here we go.
0: Ah, that sounds super cool. I'll be him. You be her. Okay? Okay. Ah, that sounds super cool. Great idea. It was
1: I. Ha, ha, ha. I feel attacked. No, you've enhanced my vocabulary. I don't know what that uh, emoji is, face. So what else have you got? Tongue out emoji. Tongue out emoji. So what else have you got cooking this week?
0: Duh, appreciate that. Nothing too crazy, but some work in
1: preparing Xmas Jeopardy. How about you? Christmas Jeopardy. Tell me more. Nothing going on tonight or tomorrow. Exclamation point. Leaving Thursday night for Otterall. Upside down. Otter Tail. I don't know what that is, but okay. Dope. Are you excited for the weekend? <laughs> And <laughs> dope and all the anyway, I'm 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 an old man. I'm I'm fast. Well, she
0: wrote I eat in quotes before. I think that's how he talks. So I think she's making fun of him.
1: Oh okay, which I like. Okay. 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 Yeah. So pumped exclamation point. Got the Bailey's hot chocolate and the board games already. I well, all right. I, I was I, I was going to uh provide some editors' uh notes <laughs> here, but I, I I'm not gonna weigh in on on what I think about how they what activities they choose to fill their lives with. But anyway, you still want to do something before I leave? That sounds super fun. So getting together
0: has been great, but I'm not really looking to date right now. This feels kind of sudden and a left turn. So I, so I apologize for that, but I really see us as friends and don't want to lead you on. It's uber cliche, but I'd love to stay friends as you're cool and nice. And I've really enjoyed getting to know you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> what? That, that came out of nowhere that is a, for real a hard right turn that <laughs> yeah, a, that's kind of weird all I right mean, i mean if you're her she's like
0: bailey's hot cocoa we're gonna <laughs> love the night away and he's like okay hold on uh turn off the music i got something to say yeah that was a hard right
1: all right, I got to tell you, this guy's this guy's a weirdo. That's the good news. Yeah. So I'm glad uh, that this happened early on. But she says, "Yeah, I'll be honest, Will. That did kind of catch me off guard. I'm not really in the market for a relationship right now either. But was having a lot of fun with you, and thought I uh, and thought I was just matching the energy you were giving me. So a bit bummed, but appreciate the honesty." And then she goes on. Oh wait. Uh, uh, I can't promise staying friends will work out, but I think you're cool and nice, too, so we can give it a shot.
0: Yeah, that sounds totally fair. I definitely understand how you feel caught off guard, so I'm sorry about that. So I'll go back to her email. Um, Weird. I'm hurt because of how close of a connection I felt, and no, he felt to at least to some capacity. We definitely have good chemistry and yet also annoyed that I was the uh, the one who was unsure originally if I saw him in a romantic way and now it's flipped. I was not looking for long-term serious thing want to move within the next year but did think it was perfect cuffing season situation at least. I usually am a huge believer in your saying of he doesn't want to date. He just doesn't want to date you and I understand that could be the case but then why is he so interested in still being friends? He seemed like a genuine sweet guy and I hate the idea of not talking anymore just don't know if I can see myself getting rid of these feelings that I've now acquired honestly just really want your take is this a classic hookup alley-oop why would he flip so quickly when it was going so well did I have him over a third time or introduce him to the idea uh, do, did I have him over a third time or introduce the idea of meeting my friends too early does he genuinely want to be friends am I insane if I try to be his friend thanks a bunch board lord so what do we think
1: yeah, I mean, I think, uh, absolutely this, I, I never, the, the friend thing is again, back to what we've been talking about, just makes mm. it a little bit easier. Finality is, um, isn't what you're looking for. It's just, you, you, you want to keep the options open and all that. It's all about, I, you know, I have an 11 year old boy and I tell his mama all the time about that. Like you, I, we are in a society now where things, political correctness and, um, you know, equality and the strides that we've made towards that legitimately in our lifetime have have been pretty rapid. If you think about it. Um, and this shift to like gender identity and all that kind of stuff that like, in the sense that like that thing should not be female specific or male specific or otherwise all for it in, in, in almost every way, but also don't move so fast that you, that you, Um, allow yourself to get so confused that like people are just all people that it really isn't guys really do at you know at 11 or at uh, at at 38 either way guys again they they're looking for victories they want their presence needs to they they want to impact um, every environment is the is well, kind of the goal? Like the I, goal is to, I, the goal. Is, even if it's bad, you want to make an impact. You, I mean, there's a vanity to that. I'm a vain guy in general, and uh, like I, you're a comedian too. Like you want to crack wise, and even if you leave the room offended with your wiseacre stuff, at least you made a dent. At least people, if you got the laugh, there. that's all that matters. I, I, I under, I, I, I'm with you. I think that's the
0: great issue in dating is that we're coming from different places and you know male female these are generalities but I'll say that like ego and vanity work into this from the male point of view where this guy you're out of his league and it's get the girl get the girl get the girl that's that's his drive get the hot girl and then I'll decide later and that's kind of the annoying part for her is it's not this guy. It's just a lot of guys that operate this way and a lot of women getting... She is speaking the piece of a lot of women out there that they go, I didn't even like him and now he pulled me in and then he's like, I don't want to be together. I want to be friends. You brought me here. What the hell? I'm swimming in the pool you threw me in and I understand. I totally think her annoyance with it, her anger at this, her... Her like, what the hell just happened? Is totally, is totally warranted
1: because it is a mind fuck. Like, absolutely is. It's not. I I often say it's not. It's people misconstrue. It's not always for every guy. It's not about the vagina itself. It is. It is just the mere victory. The text message, weird as this may sound, tepid uh, a a an award as it is. The text message of like, hey, we hanging out this weekend, like yeah I got her that's right, a validation
0: yeah I I got the girl and it, I, I think that goes back to like high school and middle school it's like who's who's dating who's got a girlfriend this you know these are all things that kind of get brushed over for men a lot of times because you hear it from the female side a lot where it's like the competition with meeting boys and being in the cool group that all exists for men too in a you know slightly different way so Again, like the things she's upset about, I get it. She's not crazy at all. No, the things right. that he's The things that he's doing, they're not dark and treacherous as they could be made out to be. I don't think he was like, I'll get her to like me and then I'll make her my friend so I can fuck her anytime I want. I don't think it's that dark and treacherous. I do think he got the girl. He's happy with himself and now he's going, okay, do, now he's deciding... Do I want a relationship? Do I want to be with this person? And she's going, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm looking to get to know you more. Yeah, but that's how he's thinking. He's thinking of the ending before it can even be the beginning, which is also a very male thing of like, I don't want to be the jerk. I don't want to be the one that, you know, reeled her in and then lets her off. So now before it seems like they haven't had sex. It seems like they've just done a bunch of heavy petting and made out. Before I get to sex where I know I've brought her into this, I know I'm dating out of my ballpark. Now, I can go, hey, let's just be friends because then I can get her in for friendship and then we can make these decisions casually and make mistakes as friends maybe in the future. That, that, I think that's where it becomes like a little bit more treacherous. Where it's like, yeah, let's be friends. And then it's like, then you guys keep making out and it's like he, on this friend level where he's already let you know. So I think you don't do the friendship because this nah. isn't friendship for you. For you, you are romantically inclined. It's okay to it's okay to admit that. It's okay to to like sit in it for a second, but if you enter into this friendship, what he has what he is doing now is I've let you know, I don't want more, but since you're my friend, maybe we'll hang out a couple times and oops, we made out and now your feelings are still involved in this.
1: We're his have been held at the door, right? I think I, I think you've got it right. I would not, as I said earlier about the other one, I wouldn't be surprised if you say like, yeah, if you just drop it. I mean, not like you have to follow up with him. What I wouldn't do is follow up with him and say, so are we going to work on this friendship or what? That's weird no. uh, from either side. But I wouldn't be surprised if you just go dark, if then he does hit you up in two weeks or two months. Oh, absolutely. Just to check in he, and see, and, and he'll try to... Um, uh, earn another victory in that way. Well, that's, that, that's exactly, or, or maybe he just uh, thinks you're a nerd with the Harry Potter crap. You know, I don't, that's the well, other part. No, but I uh, would, yeah, I right. would,
0: I would also, here's, here's the only thing she should do. Hey, I had a really great time hanging out with you. I've gotten emotionally ahead of where you are with this relationship. I need to heal from that. I wish you the best of luck, but friendship is not what I went on a dating app for. It's not what I went out with you for. It's not how I got to know you for. I need to back away. I wish you the best of luck, but a friendship is not going to be the best thing for me and my mentality right now. Good luck. Boom.
1: I wouldn't even say that. I I think that goes too far because then that shows a a level of intensity and engagement that will just further spook him. Not that she's looking to reel him back in, but- I would just leave it alone and and do witness like I say a month or whatever from now. He's gonna reach back out and see if 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 he can uh, but get back in there. But but yes, I would not like you don't have to you don't have to articulate how this is gonna go now. Like this is not going to be a friend. you know, well no the he's point to- the
0: point of the point is to let him know that like if you come back here, I'm here for like trying this out. I'm not here for half halvesies. I think that's like like cuz if you kind of straddle friendship and because what happens that's what happens with these things a lot I'm I'm on the the next chapter of this but I see the next chapter it's like oh we're friends but we still got that will they won't they thing and it's like that leaves him in a position of okay you know what i want and her in a position of wait a minute does he like me is this back to the romantic stuff i i just think it saves her a lot of i hear
1: you i i would say i would say save that message for when he does reach back out to you why 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 throw it out there even further and make it like oh because the Again, I I know I keep now, I've now settled into this over the course of our conversation that it's a victory, but it it furthers the victory in some weird way to have text message from her saying like, well, I'm not there because I really, I'm real." like, she got a little bit too intense. Like, check out. Sure. Yeah. Hey, Kevin, check out what what this one texted me. Like, it's a weird victory that he then has over you. Like, she's so into me that I can't get it. Just if he ever does get back to you, say, like, I, you know, listen, I don't see the point of it unless and then he can make that decision at that
0: at that point. J train podcast. And by then, she'll
1: probably J- not care anymore about him. And anyway. she'll be out on him.
0: <laughs> J train podcast at Jima dot com. Dave Damaschek, thank you so much. This was amazing.
1: What a pleasure, man. I hope that was all right stuff. I know my advice is terrible. I mean, I but I, I, I don't have- think so at all. For the record, I have talked to four women in my life. Um, so, and uh, you, and I have in fact get it. with the two of them. So I think you know the results. You speak know what for you're themselves. talking about.
0: Listen, extra points Monday, Wednesday, Friday on the Extra Points Network. Also, minus three every Thursday. Go check them out. Go get subscribed at Damashek Check on Twitter. I'm Jared Fried. We're here every Monday and Thursday. We'll be back next week. Boom.